Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday the 14th of April 2023. I'm Adam Lang. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about, so let's jump into it. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up today half a percent at 7,362 points. Of the 11 different sectors, eight were up today with telecommunication services, financial and industrials leading the way. The three sectors that were marginally down were healthcare, Australian real estate investment trusts and information technology. Among the financials, all four big banks ended on the positive side of the ledger today. The big mines were mixed and so were the retailers, while Telstra ended the day higher. It was a good day for the gold stocks with Silver Lake Resources up 6%, West African Resources up nearly 4% and Regis Resources up 4%. Market leader Newcrest Mining ended the session up nearly 2% while Northern Star Resources closed more than 4% higher. Oil and gas group Karoon Energy was the worst on the day, down 5.4%. Across the week, the ASX 200 was up 2%. That is up 5% in the last month to be just 2% down on where it was one year ago. What a ride. In commodity markets, we head into the weekend with Brent crude trading around US $86 a barrel, gold jumping towards $2,045 an ounce, and iron ore falling back a bit to $120 a tonne. The Aussie dollar is fetching nearly 68 US cents. Story number two, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is among Time magazine's 100 most influential people in 2023. Our Prime Minister makes the list alongside leaders including US President Joe Biden, US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, Ukrainian First Lady Olena Zelenska and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau wrote the accompanying commentary saying that few politicians embody the idea of leaving no one behind as much as Albanese does. And I quote, he works to lift up and amplify the voices of those who need to be heard from, particularly Indigenous peoples. His government supports those who need it most believes that we need to take ambitious climate action and unwaveringly supports democracy in the face of unprecedented threat. End of quote. It's quite an honour for the Prime Minister outdoing his more recent predecessors. Story number three. Winds up to 280 kilometres hammered regions of northwest Western Australia overnight and this morning as Cyclone Ilsa made landfall. Images show enormous damage across the region, although the town of Port Hedland was spared major damage as the cyclone crossed the coastline further north than expected. There are road closures and people in the region have been asked to stay at home, but thus far there appears to be very few casualties. The cyclone has been downgraded from Category 5 to 3 as it moves further inland, with the mining regions of Telfer expected to be hit this evening. And if you are listening there, stay alert to the warnings and please stay safe. Story number four. Bank of Queensland will cut its dividend when it announces its half-year results next week as the bank moves to improve risk management. Regulators have demanded a material uplift in Bank of Queensland's risk and compliance management and today the regional bank announced a $60 million non-cash provision around compliance and a $200 million impairment of goodwill charges relating to a 2007 purchase means the bank lost money during the half-year. Its share price fell nearly 1% today. 
And story number five, a young member of the Air National Guard was arrested by the FBI overnight in the investigation into the leaks of classified military intelligence that started with a small online group and eventually led to hundreds of government secrets spilling out. The arrest of 21-year-old Jack Teixeira followed the leaking of classified documents within a small circle of online friends on the Discord chat platform, according to the Washington Post. In that group, Mr Teixeira's handles included Jack the Dripper. Mr Teixeira served the Air National Guard in a junior position, but he had access to an internal Defence Department computer network for top secret information, and that access would have allowed him to read and potentially print documents classified at the same level as many of the leaked files. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday the 14th of April 2023. Sean Aylmer, Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the weekend edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Adam Lang. Enjoy your evening.